from our new location at 77 Grove Street, the former CVPS building. Now we've got the power. The Rutland Herald's local sports podcast. This is the Inside Pitch. Brought to you by the Rutland Herald. Thank you for supporting your hometown newspaper. Here they are, Bob Fredette and Tom Haley. Play ball! Hello, this is Bob Fredette. Hello, this is Tom Haley. This is the Inside Pitch. Okay, here we go again. Inside pitch. I'm Bob Fredette here with Tom Haley. Jack Rogers from the Mill River Boys basketball program, another cultural icon, two in a row for two weeks here, is our special guest. Welcome, Jack. Thanks, Bob. And, uh, wow, you know, it's a lot lot going on. Your season just got going last night. Kids looked really good in that game against Mount Abraham. If you haven't seen Mill River play yet, I'll tell you what, you better put on your track shoes just to watch this team because they're all over the place. They run, they gun, they play tough defense. They're very exciting. And I'll tell you what, you know, for a team that doesn't have a lot of size, they're going to do a lot of damage this year, I think. Well, you know, it's a change for what we're used to the last few years, but uh, we do, uh, from last night, I definitely would say what I expected. We have a lot of athletic kids, um, and our style is going to be to uh, let them go. And, um, you know, it was a really fun game last night. Uh, both teams had similar teams. Both They were athletic, too. They pressed a lot. We pressed a lot. And it was a pretty good show. A little nerve-wracking, but a pretty good show. A very good show. A lot, a lot of good three-point shooting, which really loosens things up on the inside. I suspect that getting those cutters and everything and getting more inside buckets like that out of design is something you're going to be working on. Well, we definitely want to play inside, too. I mean, we want to go inside out. Um, you know, we I, I do think, uh, unlike maybe last year's team, we have three or four guys that can, can come in and fill it up. You know, I mean, you saw last night, we had some kids kind of unknown. They can really shoot the ball well. We're not super big insides, inside, but the posts we have, I think, can score inside. Um, they're quick. The, the, you know, the Shelby kid who didn't play last night's really good inside. So, yeah, that's the plan. We're going to go inside out and, uh, and, and try to run. You know, we've had some practices. We've been working on trying to score in 15 seconds. Um, you know, we'll go A team versus B team, and if A team doesn't get a shot off in 15 seconds, they lose the ball. Yeah, so. that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, watching the, the flow of the game yeah. last night, it was just such a crazy game back and forth. I mean, I, I thought maybe 12 seconds would have been about the norm <laughs> for getting off a shot last night. Yeah, here, we, so. we got after it pretty well, I thought. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was very encouraging, very encouraging, and it's going to be a very exciting team. How do you think you're going to wind up stacking up here as far as the Division Two landscape is concerned? Well, you know, I, I think uh, – I think maybe the word is kind of getting out a little bit that we might be better than people thought we were going to be. Um, I mean, I think coming into it D2-wise, we were probably at the bottom of the barrel this year. I mean, we, you know, we lost some quality seniors. It's hard to replace Chad Young, just purely the physical specimen that he is. I mean, he, he changes everything defensively. Um, but I knew, I mean, I, I've liked this group for a long time. This group has been together for a long, a long time. Eighth grade team was great. They had a great JV year last year. Um, and I was, uh, you know, I was really impressed the guys for a lot of them, their first varsity game, they, they, they played pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, some some very good stabilizing factors there. Uh, I, but, you know, I thought really when things were starting to get a little crazy, I think we talked about this last night, Zach Ames really came in and played a big role. was very, very physical, very, very aggressive inside and really helped you out there. Quite well, you know, Zach has had to play out of position a lot. Um, you know, last year, uh, because of our lack of ball handling, I kind of played him at the two. He's got a really good handle, but his quickness-wise, he's not really suited for a two. Now I can play him inside a little bit, so now he becomes a pretty good stretch four. A little bit an under, a little bit undersized, but he's a strong kid. Yeah, um, and pretty skilled. And yeah, no, I, I expect seniors to help, to rescue us from those those 
trying times. And uh, certainly at the end of the third last night, uh, we were in a bind, and he made two really key plays to uh, sort of right the ship. Yeah. 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 It was exciting. When you use the phrase bottom of the barrel, I guess you could be talking about the whole D2 landscape, but you could also be talking about the Rutland County D2 contingent of Fairhaven, Mill River, MSJ, and Otter Valley, because that's tough. And and I, you said you listened to this podcast uh, before during basketball seasons, so you know that, that Bob has frequently brought up the concept of a holiday Rutland County D2 tournament with the four schools I just named. He thinks that, and I don't know how you could not think, that would be something really, really special. I, I know you'll play, play each other twice anyway, but if you could incorporate that, and if it wound up meaning you play three times, so be it, but we just think that would be a great event. Oh, I, 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 w- I would agree with you. I mean, I think it'd be an awesome thing to do. I mean, you know, we, uh, and I, I was referring more to the Rutland County thing than oh, the whole okay. broad landscape right. because I know you guys do an awesome job about promoting and making a big deal of, of the quality of the D2 teams in Rutland County. I Which mean, is good. Yeah. It, it, you good. do yeah. because yeah. with Rutland being only D1, I mean, you know, they, they're going to be the king. Um, uh, but y- you, you guys have been accurate. The D2 teams in Rutland County – um, you know, you are usually in the top ten throughout the state. I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it, and all four yeah. of us play really difficult schedules. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't we stay away from D threes. I mean, we play some, and I'm not tr- just we play a tougher schedule, and we all play a bunch of D ones. And I know Rutland M- uh, MSJ and Fairhaven and Mill River play all four of the D ones in the South. I think we're the only three to do that. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. I mean, I think, and I think the schedule and playing each other does toughen us um, for for the playoffs and so forth. Uh, sounds like a pretty good idea, though. We just started that east-west thing, though. I'm not sure how, right. how that's going to work out, but yeah. Yeah, I know that's, that's – well, you're just in your second year with that, though. But right. that seems like it's going to shake out to be a pretty good thing, too. You know? Well, it is fun. And, you know, when we when I first got to Mill River, we weren't in a holiday tournament. I love holiday tournaments. I mean, you know, I think they're great. And uh, this is a pretty good concept, the way it works with Hartford and Woodstock. Um, the first night, it counts as a league game. You know, yep. we'll play Otter Valley, and then Hartford will play Woodstock. Uh, and then we'll, you know, we'll just we'll just cross over for the consolation and championship game, and it doesn't give us a third game with anybody because we only That's we, true. we only schedule Hartford and Woodstock once for yeah. the league. Right. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, that works out pretty well. It does. That works it works out pretty well. And it's also the JVs are involved too, which is great. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. But they come and go those holiday schedules. I, Mill River used to play in the Rutland holiday tournament. I, I remember way back when. Yeah. I'm sure it was. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that was a that was a heck of a good tournament. So too, did West so. Rutland back in the day, Bob. Well, wow. <laughs> I played in the Rutland tournament. Well, you played in the Rutland yeah, tournament. We remember My junior year. We wow. remember when West Rutland yeah. played in the wow. SBL. <laughs> yeah, right, wow. right, right. Were you and Bathlon on the same backcourt back oh, then? Oh, we were too, my there, junior year. Yeah. That was yeah. the last year West yeah. Rutland played in that tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. fantastic. It was probably a good decision. <laughs> well, you know, that tournament used to draw some pretty heavy hitters in there. I know the Middlebury was in there for a while. St. Johnsbury was in oh, there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there were some really, really good teams in that tournament. And, you know, holiday tournament basketball, it's, it's just made for this kind of this time of year. It, it really, is. It's perfect. It's just the kind of thing you want to go out there and, and, and see. Because they're huge, huge uh, uh, vehicles as far as galvanizing communities when you get together. that You can't miss, really. Well, the, the, the perfect idea is it's all about who you invite. 
the, the perfect um, example is the uh, Babe. At one time, the Babe was a bunch of 92 to 40 games, and then Jake toughened it up. Yeah. And uh, now when you got, you know, Windsor and the Otters and so on, I mean, it's, it's an, you know, MSJ has been in, it's been really good since he kind of revamped it. But when you had, uh, and no disrespect to, to, to other teams, but but when you had um, Rochester was in it there and, uh, you know, Black River, and there were just a lot of one-sided games. And uh, the Bob A is, is really good now. Well, you know, that's one of the things that I like, and really it's, it's, really it's kind of the same thing with East-West, you know, and the North-South yep. and Division One is they're not championship-type tournaments. They're more round-robin tournaments. Right, right. Where you're they're playing, challenges. You're challenges. Yeah. You're playing two teams from, you know, the, yeah. that you wouldn't normally see, you right. know. And the tournaments that you're talking about, obviously, is like, well, let's bring in a Patsy and beat the crap out of them. Right. You know, so we can get in the championship game and win our own tournament. You, you, we're starting to get away from that. And I, I like that kind of stuff. That, that's really, you're talking about building a team and building something for the future, really. Mm-hmm. And competition, good competition is the way to go about doing that. This is the Inside Pitch. Brought to you by the Rutland Herald. This is Justin St. Louis from Devil's Bowl Speedway, and you can find the inside pitch on iTunes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking about, you know, Proctor, they're, they're, they're getting a great rivalry with uh, Twinfield, even though they're not in the area. They're scheduling them every year. You've had a thing going <clears throat> with Mount Abe. Uh, yep. You played them for a long time. Yeah, and, you know, I think it's just... You know, it's a Route 7. I mean, it's an hour drive and it's yeah. another D2 program. It, they're definitely getting better. I right. Mean, you know, they, right. they, they Well, they, everything's cyclical. There was a time when when uh, uh, when Bill Leigh coached here that, that they were they were a good team. Yeah, they per, were a good perennial, program perennial, at one time. Good. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, so it's it, – that, I thought they had a chance to get us last night. So, um, but you know, we, I think we're playing them pretty much in everything. And the home away, yeah. the home and away thing right. is great. It's a, uh, you know, it's a good way to get start get started before we get into the MVL schedule. So, yeah, yeah, they're 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 a beast in some sports. You know, right. a little softball lately too. It's been, oh yeah, been really really yeah. really good. Um, we got a. Uh, I know when we we have a habit of. Uh, when we get a guest, we would throw some tweets out to get some, you know, build up a little bit of uh, audience participation and uh, and uh, people getting in here and listening to us and everything. I got one from uh, a question from John Seaver, member of that first Mill River championship team in 81, 82. And he asked, because Mill River is going to go, well, be Division Three size next year, what will be what will be happening to your program? Well, my, my understanding, I have spoke to Kim and Neri about this, I, I believe they're going to let soccer and softball and baseball go to D3, but the boys and girls basketball programs are going to petition up and stay D2. I mean, that's my preference. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that's what we're going to do. I mean, it, you know, clearly around the school you can tell the population's down. I mean, there's a, it's, uh, you know, we, hopefully, though, that's going to change with uh, some Mount Holly um, additions in the coming mm-hmm. years. Yeah, I yeah. know I have a freshman. It's not he he uh, he did school choice to come, um, but I have one Mount Holly freshman, not a bad player. Uh, I think there's some more kids coming next year, and hopefully that'll help get the population up. But it's 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 every school in Rowland County is having a population problem. Yeah. So, um, but I, I definitely want to stay in D two. I think we're you know we're going to be competitive this year. We got a good young team. Uh, our numbers are fine. You know, last year we had a. Uh, uh, JVA and JVB team for the first time in a long time oh. at Mill River. 
this year we were I think we had 25 come out so we're we just have a one JV team but I mean I've I've been thankful to Kim that she found the money last year to keep kids in the program Mm -hmm. pay another coach and and uh, have that that not have to cut freshmen out of the program Uh you know that's what we're trying to avoid so how much do you think the Black River closure and I, I know they're still open another year after this one is is going to impact uh, the enrollment at uh, at Mill River? I, I mean, I'm I'm thinking probably Mount Holly kids. It seems like it would be natural for them to gravitate. Maybe Ludlow Cavendish goes to Green Mountain. I, I don't know. What have you heard? Well, what I mean, I, I have a my former JV coach at West Rutland is a Banya from West Rutland, Pete Banya, um, and he lives down there. He lives in Mount Holly, and so when I found out about this stuff last year, I quickly made a call and. Wanted to know who the players are and who's coming. Mm, So uh, I think he has a son that might be coming actually next year. But um, I was surprised just to find out how big a population Mount Holly actually has. I mean, I think they're sending 30 or 40% of the total students to Black River as it is. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I mean, so, so, and and you're completely right. The Mount Holly people tend to be more Rutland-oriented. I mean, you know, they work up here, they shop up here, they tend to. um, And so I'm hopeful that, you know, if it's... 15 20 kids a class maybe i mean that i mean i you know we're so close to the cusp of the the cutoff point between two and three that 15 or 20 kids added to our school population might be the the enough to get us back to that d2 level and everything yeah Mm -hmm. um uh, and and from a basketball perspective because of the sport it is i mean there's five guys on the court at a time you get me one big tough kid from Mount Holly every year. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. Different. that's a different. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I can yeah. tell you right now that we have a, a JV team that's going to face some challenges this year, I think. And uh, the kid from Mount Holly started last night. You know, so um, oh, okay. you know, um, okay. so now I got to kind of extend my um, uh, perusal of the younger levels and get down and watch I didn't do it last year but I was talking to Pete about when do you play rec ball and how can you know going down on a Saturday morning to watch the Mount Holly rec kids play but I I never actually did get there but I I mean I I think I think it could help our football program too I mean it's going to help all our programs yeah just adding some bodies yeah yeah I I think just seeing seeing a coach a varsity coach I mean figure take a look at this way you know when you're a 12 year old kid or an 11 year old kid you see a varsity basketball coach and it's like it's kind of like like looking up at the stars a little bit here Mm -hmm. so that by itself is a recruiting tool just seeing that there's an interest in in watching these kids develop and everything really plants the bug in your mind there and I think makes kids work harder Right, absolutely. Yeah, but you're right. That that that's what's exciting about basketball. When you're thinking about, you know, enrollment and and schools closing, who's going where, it's not like in baseball we have nine on a diamond, or football or soccer we have eleven on the field at a time. When you have five, mm. and you add a, oh, yeah. you know, you add a stud, whether it's in the backcourt or underneath, that that's a big piece. One player makes you know can. Obviously, just by the number of players, but I also think that just by the nature of the sport, one right. guy can really change uh, everything. Yeah, as far uh-huh. as you know, I mean, well, look at LeBron James. Isn't he worth about fifty percent of the team when he's on the floor yeah, as one guy? Yeah, I mean, pretty you know, much. So, yeah. Yeah. Know, or superstar players that you see around here now. I mean, yeah. you know, even Noah Tyson, defensively. I mean, one player completely alters 
uh, the game. You yeah. know, take Noah off the floor for Rutland last year, and it just completely changes what they're doing on defense. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I don't think they did that last year. Did they? No, I, I bet they didn't. They do better. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. Yeah. I wouldn't either. I don't know if they, did you take Body out of the game last night? Uh, he had about. About a minute and a half at the end of the first, but I, I don't think he came out in the second half. Yeah, yeah. So I was kind of thinking, well, you know, is this, is this going to happen? You know, yeah. so. But watching that, what just watching him develop anyway is going to be one of the interesting stories in the county this year. You know, and I think that really is good. You know, of course, you got a good point guard. It really makes yeah. a whole difference in your team here. But he can shoot the yeah. tray too, so he yeah. may be petitioning to go over to, to, to the two guard <laughs> after a while. You know, God only knows. You could see him. You could see that start to come last year, right? Uh, well, you know, that was the point. I mean, he wasn't ready to play no, last year. But yeah. I, I just – I knew we weren't going to go very far without a guard. Right. I and, mean, you know, maybe it maybe it preempted us winning one playoff game or something. But, you know, because he was really small. I mean, so, you know, defensively it was a liability. And he was – you know, he's, he's, he's still really thin, but he's gained a – you know, he's – Grown about four or five inches since last season. I just really was. I saw him as our future. I love the group ahead of him. The junior class is really good mm-hmm. kids, mm-hmm. a lot of good players, and I wanted him to be able to come in this year, you know, ready to lead. You know, I really. I, and last night you could tell. I mean, fourth yeah. quarter he really stepped up. Yeah, so. yeah, he did. He did. And uh, you know, you just just talking about the, the, the one player. <coughs> what would your team look like this year if you had Chad Young? So, oh, for sure. So like, uh, yeah, Chad yeah. would change. Yeah, that's a fact of life. It's a, it's, yeah, it's, oh, oh, God, I don't know. So we're, just, oh, we're, just, <laughs> we're just talking about that. Yeah. You know, and one, yeah. of the, one of the issues, and I think that this is something that's going to weigh really heavily on what happens to Black River kids, is the issue of busing. You know, whether they come from Cavendish or Londonderry, it's mm. a shorter trip to Green Mountain Union High School. Right. Are they going to go to Springfield? Are they coming to Mill River? You know, it's, it's going to be a jump ball on some of these kids. Here. Oh, yeah. And I know yeah. it's. I know it's. There's some long bus rides involved. Right. Well, obviously Cavendish is not far to Green Mountain, and and Mount Holly seems made to order for Mill River, and then you got the Ludlow kids in the middle. I don't know what you know. It, it, it'll be interesting uh, for sure. They'll go where they can snowboard. A lot of them, yeah, because sure. yeah. 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 they yeah. sure can do that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hello, this is Jack Healy. Hello, my name is Kate Catman. This is Chris Hughes. This is Jason Behenna. This is Paul Copo. Hi, this is Mike Kinsler, and you're listening to the Inside Pitch with Bob Fredette and Tom Hall of Fame Haley. Hey, this is Jack Rogers, boys basketball coach at Mill River, and you're listening to the Inside Pitch. Subscribe to Rutland Herald's local sports podcast at iTunes and have Bob and Tom delivered to your inbox every week. So last last week. Uh, Bob and I had uh, uh, Jake Eaton on as our guest, and uh, we asked him, what'd you think of Mill River in the three-way up at Spalding? And he had a pretty glowing, didn't he? A pretty, oh, yeah. Pretty glowing endorsement. Oh, yeah. So we'll just say, uh, what'd you think of Proctor? Oh, I, their backcourt's awesome. Yeah. I mean, we scrimmaged Proctor and Poldney. Uh, and and so and Jake scrimmaged us in Fairhaven. So on the way on his way home from the Fairhaven scrimmage, he was quick to call me, and we could exchange what had happened in the in the two scrimmages. Uh, they've got a terrific backcourt. I yeah. mean, the Crossman is going to help them a lot. Right. Um, you know, as a freshman last year at MSJ, he was sixth man pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, he's grown. Uh, he's a really terrific shooter. Uh, and uh, I mean, I know he he hurt us last year at MSJ, so I think he's going to thrive at Proctor. He looked great in the scrimmage. I've always been a huge Joe Valerio fan. 
I just yeah. think he plays with such intelligence. Um, and McKieran's get, I mean, McKieran's the only sophomore too. So he's yeah. got a junior sophomore freshman backcourt. He's got some bigs. Um, you know, we were. La- I mean, I was laughing with him. The, the contrast between Pulteney this year and Proctor is just you couldn't put, couldn't be further apart because Pulteney was is six five six five six four. Right. You know. Right. Um, yeah. And and what we what really thought is funny is like you know I think when you guys I said this to Bob Kaludi after our scrimmage is like when you guys play in Proctor it's going to be- benefit you. Because it's a small gym, you're gonna just you know just be so big, and, and when you play down Pulteney, it's gonna benefit the space is gonna benefit Proctor. So yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to get to one of the games. Yeah. I'm hoping our schedules allow because I just think it's gonna be interesting, um, and and you know both are good teams. I don't know I don't know that much about the other teams in D4, but I both think they have thoughts of getting to uh, to Barry this year. I would. Think. Oh, I would yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that from the beginning. Oh, oh yes, absolutely, absolutely. You know, yeah. In fact, when it's kind of said. Uh, uh, PHS is going to win the state title. I just don't know which one. <laughs> I don't yeah. know which one. Boys or girls, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Polney or Proctor. Oh, Polney or Proctor. Well, that too. Yeah, that's and the yeah. boys. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Well, Polney's going to have some guard work to do. You know. Oh, I know that, some, but they're kids, still you know, they're, they're going to be a tough out. But they they will be a tough out. They will be a tough out. How do you think you will match up with Fairhaven? That's I think one of the bigger questions. Well, I mean, you know, Kaludi's tough, um, and the other players they have around him are athletic and more experienced now. I mean, because the Ramey kid got a lot of run last year yeah. and Gannon really came on for them last year as you, you saw us play last night we yeah. don't have any really have anybody uh with his size you know um but so you know the one thing I've always said about us when we play against Fairhaven um and that goes back to when I had McMurray playing for me defensively is mm-hmm. we we're lucky that we have a person that at least physically matches up with him because Tyler Shelby, who, who didn't play last night, physically yeah. is strong, super athletic, super agile, and and totally embraces being a defender. You know, uh, when he was a freshman, he was a swing player, but he practiced with us, and that was Morgan's senior year. And you know, I, I kind I pegged him. You know, when 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 McMurray was there, I sold McMurray. You're going to be my defensive guy, and I, and I, he bought into it. He loved it. If you ever saw him play, he's clapping, bring it on. Um, and Shelby, as a freshman, he bought into it. He wanted to guard Morgan and practice every day, you know. So he, he got to go a whole freshman season playing against Mike. Um, you know, last year uh, when we beat Fairhaven at home, Kaludi had 18, but it was a tough 18, you know. And uh-huh. uh, he did get buckets inside on him, and now Tyler's bigger. Yeah, one of them, one of them was from half court. Oh well, I mean, at the he, half, yeah, he he's a great when player. they when they yeah. totally mismanaged the clock and he. Cover it up for the mistake. You, you can't really go into the game thinking you're going to stop him from scoring, but if you can contain him, and at least you know I can go into this game knowing that you know Shelby's going to embrace the challenge. Yeah. The one thing I've talked about, you know, because it's a big rivalry, we talk about this stuff all year, yeah. um, is that this year instead of going into it like, oh, I hope I can stay with Kaludi, I want him to go into it with a mindset that I'm an outstanding defensive player. And I want Kaludi to be worried about having to score against me. Now I don't know if we can be, I don't know if we can get that in Kaludi's mind, yeah. but um, I definitely think Tyler's up for the challenge. Well, that's one thing yeah. you've got that, yeah. that a lot of teams don't. They have. don't. There's somebody that can. Well, it's just he's physically strong. 
Right. Tyler's physically strong and moves his feet great. Not every, it's hard to find defensive guys that can do both. Yeah, that have the strength and the foot speed to stay with him. So. Yeah. Well, now I know Will Garbowski's a pretty strong, physically strong kid as well. Now, how do you see him fitting in as far as a defensive? Well, I, I want him to be my second best defender. Okay. I mean, we've talked a lot about that last year. I mean, he, he had an adjustment period to make last year. You also seen his body has changed. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. he's definitely grown into a man. He, he jumps center for us. I mean, he's an extremely quick jumper. He's added some things to his offensive game that were lacking last year pull-up jumper, scores to goes to the rim. He could always go to the rim and finish, but now he's going to the rim in a different way with That's a different true. level of aggression yeah. and yeah. confidence. Yeah. Um, but, you know, being a West Strutland guy, playing, you know, coaching with Woody and Kinsman and Johnson, I value defense quite a bit. And I, I, the conversation we had last year is you can't take plays off, right? If you're going to take plays off, take them off on offense, but you can't take plays off on defense. Um, and he – He's a much better defender, and I expect him to be the number two guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I expect Shelby to guard the other team's best player and Will to to guard the the, the next option. Uh, and Will has the body type to be able to go up and down a little bit. Like, he could guard one to three, maybe even a four, because he's he's got some strength and, some, and a little bit of size. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think his – primary role will be to guard the best ball handler on the other team if Shelby isn't guarding him. You know, I think that's I think that's a goal. And and we're gonna play, you know, I'm a man to man guy, but I think we're gonna try to trap more and do different things just to make the game go faster too. So mm-hmm. yeah. 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 yeah and you, like you said, Fairhaven Mill River is a huge rivalry, an intense rivalry. Is Otter Valley Mill River close? Oh yeah, we have yeah. a great rivalry with them. Yeah, that's what oh, I it's thought. awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, and I think it's extended more into other sports too, like the football rivalry. Right. Because OV's gone two and three, but yeah. you know that that's a big rivalry. basketball. Though you got the other, other little sub thing, the the two West Side guys at the. the two, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, that's, you got that too. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I have complete respect for Greg. I mean, yeah. I thought I. What Greg did last year was amazing. He had a great backcourt, and he got him all the way to Barry. Yeah. I actually voted for Greg for Coach of the Year two years ago because yeah. I thought he just did a lot with a little, you know. Mm. And clearly, I mean, he's, he's, he's able to teach his guards how to play. I mean, he has really smart guards. He always has really smart guards with high basketball IQs. Uh, Norwood's going back there, a kid with a high basketball IQ. Yeah. Um, so they're still going to have a great backcourt, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see yeah. what they do. That could be a pretty that. good combo when you've got some good backcourt guys with high IQs coached by a guy who had that kind of yeah, sure. savvy and, and that kind of basketball well, IQ, even when he was a player. Well, he clearly teaches his guys how to shoot, too. Yeah. I mean, he always has shooters. <laughs> I mean, Greg can shoot. Yeah, yeah. He can still shoot. Yeah. yeah. Is he the all-time leading <laughs> scorer at West Rutland, isn't he? Uh, What's that? I think he is. He is he? the all-time leading. Yeah, yeah. He broke I mean, uh, Wiener's record. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I ref summer league games still, you know. I certainly don't play, but my assistant coach runs the summer league, and Greg still plays in it. And trust me, you know, yeah. he can still shoot the ball. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, curious idea. Have you had a chance to look at Colby Murray, who's now running the point for uh, for Fairhaven? Oh no, I've seen Colby for a long time. Okay, he, he is going to mm. be tough, man. He's really high. He's yeah, super yeah. quick. Yeah, relentless, relentless. Yeah. No, really good player. A yeah. really good player. And a sophomore, I think only, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I've I've known he was coming. I mean, he's tough. Um, yeah. And they, the Ellis kid plays hard. The other sophomore. Um, uh, they got some seniors that have a little length. Fairhaven's going to be tough. I mean, I, oh yeah. I, I, I certainly around here, I think they're regarded as the best D two team. And but I've heard it from. I mean, the, that's what Mount Abe asked me last year or last night. They were like, uh, 
everything goes through Fairhaven. I said, yeah. I mean, I think MSJ is going to be really good too. But I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, everything goes through Fairhaven, and you can't sell short some northern teams. U32, I think, is going to be really good this year. Yeah, yeah, I think they're going to be really good. The guards back. Jordan Hawkins is back. Uh, they might have gotten a transfer from Spalding. And, you know, I never did get to see Milton play. I didn't really have the need to see them, but I believe the Kennedy kid is back. Uh, he's a senior. So, okay. um, so okay. I think, you know, I think there's... And we barely mentioned MSJ. Right. We've, MSJ's got Montilla back and a lot of good, yeah, lot of good young right. players back. they got a lot yeah. of players back. And we'll yeah. see how they're, how they're six, four, And not to put any pressure here, on the new so. kid, but you can't teach height. No. And he is big. Well, he didn't look bad in scrimmage when I was watching him. You know, yeah. He ran the floor, and he's gonna, they're going to kind of break him in kind of easy, you mm-hmm. know. And, and by, But yeah. I would imagine by, by – I'd, I'd wager by, by mid-season these, they're going to start that kid. So, yeah. you know, because it just makes things so much easier on a lot of talented players like – uh, like Montilla, I mean, you got to give him a little more room to run. Right. You know, and Leo right. Carranza, who can do just about anything, and took it upon himself to play more of a defensive or rebounding role last year when he could have scored more points. Right. Um, you know, I think that's a team that's going to be developing too. A lot of stories about teams that are developing, although a lot of a lot of talent back in some places, but still, how do you put it all together? And that's one of the things I want to ask you about. How do you when you got so many new kids, really? Mm-hmm. How do you find the combinations? Well, I mean, I, I, I sub, I subbed. I felt, you know, in retrospect, a little haphazardly last night, just trying to figure things out. You know, uh, eventually, I got to come down with a bit, a bit more of a rotation. Because a scrimmage is a scrimmage. A scrimmage is scrimmage, yeah. but it's real life. Last night, and and, uh, yeah. and and Shelby wasn't in the mix, but I feel pretty confident we're going to play nine. You know, all the time, mm-hmm. um, and. It's going to be based on what we're trying to do defensively. I think I, I sub primarily because of defense. You know, so if we're going to, last night in the fourth quarter, we played a lot of full court man. Yeah. Um, and I got to have the right personnel to do that. And I have some kids that come off my bench that are capable of that. So if that's if that's the plan, and you know, if we're t- trying to make a team go fast and we want to put some pressure on the ball, then I'm going to go with El- Chris Elric. And he played a ton in the fourth quarter last night. And that Rodriguez kid from Mount Abe didn't score in the fourth quarter. Yeah. He, he was primarily guarding him. Yeah. Um, and if we're if we're going to run some type of uh, full court trap, I'll get athletes out there. You know, that that might be a situation where Colby Fox is in there instead of Will Farwell. Uh, Will's more of a traditional post player. He can sh- step out and shoot it, but he's more of a back to the basket type of guy. Where Colby is just a crazy athlete. You know, so so it'll it'll depend. Um, but I am. You know, that's my job is to try to figure out how I'm going to put those combinations together. You know, you got a guy like Tyler Regula. Are we going to go for just a brute force? Uh, you know, give me a, you know, just bust and rebound and, and play great defense. And, and you know, everybody made contributions last night. I was really happy. Regula had that. a big basket in that fourth Yeah, Regula had a couple yeah. baskets. Yeah. Fox had a couple big baskets in the yeah. third quarter, a, yeah. a putback and a nice little turnaround jumper. Um, Farwell had a couple hoops in the first quarter. Uh, so, it, I want to play a lot of guys because they're a great group of guys. I want to keep them happy. I don't want to retard the growth of the juniors either. You know, I mean, this is right. this is a good group. Um, so, uh, you know, if we play fast like we did last night, I think that suits us getting a lot of guys in the game. Yeah, so. yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you know, for whatever reason, that fourth period was your best period of the game last sure. night. So, mm-hmm. of course, it helps when the three-pointers go in there, but still, you know, <laughs> good yes. defense. And still a lot of kids moving their feet at a frantic right. pace, you know, and you get the legs to do that. I think that's going to be one of your greatest attributes is the depth that you're going to have this year. I think so, too. I think our depth is going to probably be better than at least the other D2 teams in, in our area. I mean, I don't know how many guys – I, I, I'm, I'm confident going to nine. Um you know, I, and even the guys a little further down there may have a specialty role here and there. You know, I've got uh, uh-huh. I've got the football player Marcus Rockwell out, and he's what a great kid he is. Um, hasn't played basketball since about eighth grade. Wow! But he's like six three, and two what year twenty. Is he? He's a senior. Wow! He was our twelfth guy, but he really wants to get in the game. So uh, <laughs> I, I said, Mike and drill, hey. man. Mike and drill. And don't travel. Just don't travel. And, you know, but who knows situationally, you know? I mean, Ian Smith, Jason's son. Yeah. He's a savant shooting the ball. You've seen him. Yeah. You know, so I I don't know if I'll have – hopefully I'll have the courage to do it, but we have the ball with 10 seconds left on an out-of-bounds play at home. I mean, if – Oh, sorry. If he if he drains one, is that it? That's that, that, that's uh, that's uh, that's a technical problem oh. here. <laughs> well, I mean, so if he hits, yeah. if Ian Smith hits a three in our gym at any point in any game, you want to talk about a momentum turner? Uh, it's going to change everything. The crowd's going to just go nuts. <laughs> hey, so. those ten, eleven, and twelves. I mean. Uh, Basketball's a long season. It is. And th- I, I think I've said they're the most important guys on your bench sometimes, yeah. 10, 11, and 12. Both their attitudes and uh, are they ready to play when it's their turn. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, listen, our time is gone. But, boy, I'll tell you what, this is a really, really got us uh, all excited about Division Two basketball. Oh, yeah. you know, we're starting to see it. It's going to be a fantastic season. So don't spend your summer or your, your winter nights in front of the two watching Law & Order reruns. Come on, watch some basketball games here. We want to thank Jack Rogers again for showing up today and spending some time with us. It's been, it's been a great time, and we appreciate all your input, Jack. Thank you, guys. My pleasure. Anytime. All right. Thank you. With Tom Haley, I'm Bob Fredette. George Nostrand, whose grandfather once played for the Celtics, our engineer, and uh, go out and watch some basketball games. Join us next week on the Inside Pitch. Thanks for coming. This is the Inside Pitch, brought to you by the Rutland Herald. Let us know what you think. Email us at sports at rutlandherald.com.